This is Mark Grimaldi in for Leslie Marshall. I will be with you for the next hour. Uh, during this hour, we're going to be first speaking with Lindsay Berger, who is who, in, excuse me, in 2014 co-founded an organization called Uncoke My Campus. Coke is in the Coke Brothers. It's a national campaign led by students, faculty, and alumni working to stop billionaire industrialist Charles Koch and his donor network from being able to advance their political agenda at the expense of academic freedom and faculty governance. Lindsay, welcome to the Leslie Marshall Show. How are you today? Hi, Mark. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So a um, little background for our listeners. I actually got to watch Lindsay speak at uh, a a weekend event called Democracy Awakening, which uh, many of our listeners heard me speak about uh, before and after. It was uh, an event from April 16th to 18th. People can find out more at democracyawakening.org. And Lindsay was one of the speakers on Saturday, April 16th, uh, giving information uh, about different democracy initiatives. And uh, this one was about the uh, intersection of democracy and our environment. And Lindsay uh, gave information regarding the the Koch brothers reach into American universities and campuses, uh, which honestly I didn't know about um, until I heard her speak, or I didn't know how bad it was, I guess I could say, which unfortunately, whenever you read a story about the Koch brothers, usually the more you read, you never realize how bad it is until you start to get into the weeds and the details. Um, so let's start off with that. Uh, how how are the Koch brothers influencing uh, higher education, which I know is something um, you spoke about uh, to us when we were there, but for those uh, who are not there or don't know about it, why don't you tell us about that, Lindsay? Yeah, absolutely. And you're you're definitely not alone, Mark. Um, and I, I, I was unaware when I started working on this issue, until I started working on this issue in 2014, that um, the Koch's influence uh, extended beyond electoral politics, honestly. Um, and I think an important thing to understand about how Koch is influencing higher education is to, is to look actually at their their political strategy, um, how they influence the political public policy. Um, it's based on a on what they refer to as the structure of social change. Um, it's a three-tier strategy, and the foundation of that depends on them being able to uh, produce academic research that advances their free market, anti-regulatory, anti-government agenda. Um, and so, you know, from there, that research is then sent on to think tanks like the Cato Institute or the Mercatus Center at George Mason, um, which produces public policy reports and, uh, you know, things that can be then distributed on to the third tier, which is um, to, I guess you could call it grassroots, um, Americans for Prosperity, for example, um, the Koch-funded uh, grassroots, quote-unquote, operation that, you know, then uses that information and then uses that to push policymakers to implement um, their political agenda. Um, and so, so, yeah, so once we realized that the foundation of their strategy relied on academic research, you know, we started to, you know, see these agreements um, that the Koch signs, the Koch Foundation signs with universities. And in order for them to be able to buy the influence that they want, they have to violate academic freedom and shared governance principles, which are the closest things to laws we have in higher education. Um, without them, you know, what is a university um, and, and who determines what happens in them? Because um, right now, Koch is trying to, um, you know, to, to buy that kind of control. So, so it's very, it's very concerning. So speaking to that point, um, which I want to quote from your website, which people can find at uncokemycampus.org. That's U-N-K-O-C-H. 
mycampus.org um, about the Koch brothers. It says, quote, their donations influence college research, the professors hired, and the coursework being taught, all in service of advancing their ideologies, building their reputation, and increasing their profits, which, as you just displayed or gave us information about, is something they've already done in the political structure, and now they're going even deeper, um, like you said, into academia, and the really the arm of it, as you described, is because they want to be able to say, see, look, there's these studies that support our ideas so you know it's not just our our greed for you know more power or wealth you know we're actually doing this for the good of the country and look at you know people always think like oh academic studies you know the university of fill in the blank this must be good research and many people who you know are just not aware that this money is being put in to get these research results um, it's quite frightening and i think I don't know what it is. I think it's because people think about their children in the future. It's one thing when people think about it in the political spectrum because politics is seen as such a dirty game sometimes. But when people find out that, you know, any academia is being changed, I think it kind of it, it strikes them to the core because academia is always seen as it's supposed to be this independent, you know, process where people learn what they learn. And then they go out and form their opinions and go out into the world. And if they want to get involved in politics, get involved in politics. But plenty of people don't but the fact that this is happening uh, at campuses you know especially not just for those who are reading about it who are not on campus but for a student who's paying you know when we look at the student debt crisis paying an astronomical you know unprecedented amounts of money to go to these universities then find out they're not even having you know independent uh, professors or coursework being taught you know at their university and not only that the people influencing it are the Koch brothers of all people, it's got to be quite a shock to the system and pretty upsetting. Absolutely. Um, and we have found that among students. Um, you know, and I think just kind of going a little backwards here on that point of, uh, you know, the, you know, you mentioned just the, the cost that students are paying to go to schools and the debt that they're, you know, incurring. You know, it's important to realize that, um, you know, this issue of, of schools having such a being so strapped for cash um, is actually, in a lot of states' cases, a problem that is, you know, that is brought along by Koch-backed governors um, who slash higher education and public education budgets, you know, and then here comes Charles Koch, you know, riding in on his high horse and, you know, waving millions of dollars to say, oh, well, you know, here, I'll hand you this money, you know, but it has to go towards specific programs and for specific content, you know, and that doesn't really get at the full issue, you know, all these, the whole sweeping cuts that were done um, to the to universities. It just helps to, you know, bring back support for the issues that he cares about. Um, and that's a big problem. And when that money, you know, comes out of schools, that means that students have to, you know, pay a lot more in their tuition, which leads to higher student debt. It leads to, you know, less money for faculty to be tenure and an increase in adjunct faculty and part-time, part-time teachers and grad students that are making, like, teaching a majority of the classes right now. Um, and that also lessens the value of students' degrees. It's, I mean, it's, it's a very big issue. Um, well, especially because they're creating the problem. Absolutely. It, you know, like you just said, they're creating the problem on a lot of levels. So it's, it's quite diabolical if you really think about it, you know, and you take away how angering it is in one sense. It's quite effective in another sense because they're creating the problem and then coming in, like you said, on their high horse and saying, look, you know, we're, we're here to save you. Uh, and then, you know, here's all this money. But, you know, and to get in, if people want to know specifics, um, I want to give an example before we go into our first break here, Lindsay, that I actually found on your website, which is why I would definitely uh, t 
tell people to check it out. You can find a lot of different resources as to plenty of universities um, that have been influenced by the Koch brothers. Um, this one in particular, which has gotten some press, is Florida State University. And again, this is from uncokemycampus.org. Quote, in 2008, Florida State quietly signed an agreement with the Charles Koch Foundation for $6 million towards the economics department. This agree- agreement allowed the Charles Koch Foundation to have veto power in the hiring of faculty and dictate research goals, create a donor-prescribed course with donor-prescribed curricular content without indicating so in the course approval process, establish an economics club narrowed in on advancing donor-supported ideologies, reorganize the undergraduate program to align with donor-supported ideologies and give donor greater influence, create and select who is placed on three-person advisory board to manage the funded faculty positions, and induce the department chair to remain in position for duration of contract. The university, as you point out, uh, community, the university community at Florida State caught wind of this agreement in 2011, prompting widespread outrage and concerns that academic freedom and governance had been plundered at FSU. The faculty senate investigated the agreement, concluding that it was certainly problematic and made recommendations to resolve these issues, end quote. But the problem, Lindsay, is, is I've been reading updated articles about this. Uh, to this day, it appears only lip service has really been done, and none of the problems have actually been fixed at Florida State. Is that pretty fair to say? I, I think it is fair to say. Um, and, you know, I, I, coming off of one of the things you just mentioned is that the Faculty Senate investigated this agreement. They produced this report um, and that, you know, laid out pro- problems that they saw and made recommendations. Um the thing that our students that we've been working with found out um, actually in 2015 from a records request that they did, or a, more commonly known as a, as a FOIA request, um, actually uncovered that that faculty senate report um, was censored by the administration. This is something that not a lot wow. of folks have covered. Um, and so it was censored by the administration, making it appear that their concerns were actually, faculty concerns were actually more watered down than what they really were. Um, so that's a huge problem. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so the, the students have been, and students and faculty have been working um, to to try to uh, address the, you know, the, the, they notice these blaring gaps in their gift acceptance policy that allows donors to be able to come in and, you know, without necessarily, well, in Florida, Florida State's case, they actually did violate the, the donor policy that was in place, but there were still other very big gaps. And so the students, you know, wrote this report, um, you know, basically describing like where, you know, what, what needed to be done to the policy and made recommendations for, for fixing that, for closing those gaps. And, the university did uh, consider those those changes. They made some very small changes that did not, by any means, fully address the problem. There are still very giant gaps in the um, in these university policies that allow donors to come in and buy this influence. And it seems very clear that universities put uh, you know donors uh, you know their best interest in mind before you know and sacrifice those of the students and faculty. Um, and we've noticed in other, you know, I think in Florida State's agreement with Coke from 2008, it, it really, can, if you compare it to other donor agreements that we've seen, we, we have about 10 from different universities. You know, the FSU agreement is certainly one where it seems like the Coke Foundation was trying to reach for the moon and the stars. It was very blatant. Um, and, you know, any person who doesn't know anything about this issue could read this agreement and know um, that there was some pretty 
there was very there would be flags easily raised. But when we see other agreements now, we're, we're, we notice that the, the language is less overt. Um, but there's also an increase in elusive language. Um, and so an example, you know, something that they talk about now in these agreements is, is um, advancing, quote, unquote, well-being. Um, and there's actually... Um, we we got a hold of uh, of a transcript from a from the June 2014 Coke Donor Summit. They have these these summits every twice a, twice a year, um, and a Coke scholar at Wake Forest University um, was participating in, a, in this discussion. And he talked about the power of reframing free market ideas as a movement to support well being, quote unquote. Um, and he says then, who can be against well being? Um, and so this is something that we're noticing. I mean, you can kind of sense laughter in my voice a little yeah. bit here. <laughs> it is kind of funny, um, but it's, but it's something that they're they're really trying to do is is rebrand and re, re you know use different messaging to try to disguise the real intentions, um, and so that's um, you know we're, we know that though we you know we're aware of this because we we've you know the the research that we use that is the basis of our work and our concerns is. You know, stuff that's come out of, of the mouth of Charles Koch and Charles Koch Foundation officials and from Koch-funded scholars, you know, and, and so it, it's, it's very informative and, and guides all, all Absolutely. the Absolutely. I think that's a good point. You know, we're going to be going to our first break here, Lindsay, but one thing I think Lindsay brings up, which is not not all the agreements are going to be this easy to find, you know, the, the red flags in. So I think it's important that people educate themselves now because obviously the Koch brothers are spending you know, just unspeakable amounts of money to influence these universities. And if they see, you know, uh, you know, the flags raised about, for instance, the Florida State Agreement, they're going to get smarter and they're going to make it less obvious in these agreements. So that's why it's important for people to, um, you know, learn about these issues. The universities uh, in your community that, you know, you you or your, your, your student, you know, your, your children or family go to or friends, or even if it's just a university in your community or, you, you know, your state and you're, you want to make sure that it's independent. I mean, something that's just common sense um you know i think it's something that people should educate themselves on so check out uncokemycampus.org uh, we're going to be back after this break with Lindsay berger who is the co-founder of uncoke my campus if you want to follow her on twitter it's at Lindsay berger that's l-i-n-d-s-e-y-b-e-r-g-e-r and follow uh uncoke my campus on twitter it's just at uncoke my campus we'll be back after this quick commercial break this is leslie marshall in, excuse me this is mark Grimaldi in for leslie Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show, 888-6-LESLIE. Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Grimaldi and for Leslie Marshall. I am joined by Lindsay Berger, who is the co-founder of UncokeMyCampus.org. Uh, in the last segment here, I want to read a passage from Jane Mayer, who's the author of the new book, Dark Money, The Hidden History of the Billionaires Behind the Rise of the Radical Right. Um, she reported some more disturbing facts about Florida State as well. As of 2015, um, Mayor reports that the Cokes subsidized programs in 207 colleges and universities and were set to expand into 18 more. In some cases, such as West Virginia and Florida State, their foundations exert influence over hires, which you heard a little bit about. At Florida State, one student reported that the new introductory economics course included lessons that, quote, sweatshop labor wasn't bad, and climate change wasn't caused by humans and isn't a big issue, end quote. 
Even more disturbingly, the Koch brothers have recently been pushing their ideal ideology into high schools. The curricular uh, curriculum teaches that, quote, Franklin Roosevelt didn't alleviate the Depression. Minimum wage laws and public assistance hurt the poor. Lower pay for women was not discriminatory. And the government, rather than business, caused the 2008 recession, end quote. Christina Wilkie and Joy uh, Rezmovitz of Huffington Post reported that the program, Young Entrepreneurs, which Charles and Elizabeth Koch founded in 1991, has expanded dramatically with $1.45 million in assets in 2012. And in the uh, uh, let's see, 2012 to 2013, it was taught in 29 Kansas and Missouri schools with plans to expand into 42. This this was a stunner for me, even after finding out more about this issue. So now that we have an idea of how bad these problems are, Lindsay, how do we fight back against them? So what we're doing is on my campus, um, kind of locally and nationally, um, in conjunction with students, faculty, and alumni, is we're working to expose these problems. Um, and so when this is happening on a campus, I mean, mostly our work is focused on higher education because that's where we we have little capacity. But where we have it, it's in a higher education. Um, so it's to expose these problems by you know getting a hold of these these gift agreements, these donor agreements, um, you know, and if needed, correspondence to you know be able to to you know get more information on this or um, grant reports, you know, reports that uh, universities have to pass along to the Koch Foundation and, you know, stipulations that come along with that as well. Um, so people deserve to know what's going on and what's being bought with this money that's coming in. Um, and if it's just a name change, that's not a big deal. What matters is when it's actually influencing what's being taught, who's teaching it, you know, what's being researched and how Lindsay, it's I am so sorry we are out of time, but thank you so much. Everybody check out uncokemycampus.org. That is Lindsay Berger.